2: with Rev. Ellen Grace O'Brien from the Center for Spiritual Enlightenment in San Jose, California. To ask questions or join the discussion, email us at yogahour at unity.fm. Now, here's your host, Rev. Ellen Grace O'Brien.
1: Welcome to the Yoga Hour, our time to open our hearts and our minds to the infinite. I'm Ellen Grace O'Brien, and I'll be sharing with you today some insights and practices from the spiritual tradition of yoga, the ancient science of self and God realization. Yoga is a Sanskrit word that many are familiar with today, but are not always aware of its deepest meaning. It's referring to oneness. Union or unity, bringing our attention and our awareness to abide consciously in our essential spiritual nature. We could say that yoga means to be restored to our original wholeness. Abiding in the conscious awareness of our true self. It is self-realization. And it is not only, of course, just knowing, recognizing this truth, but learning to live in harmony with it. And today we're going to focus on a very important skill for our spiritual awareness, and that is gratitude as the key for loving our life. A grateful heart and mind transforms everything. And we're joined today by... Angelus Arion, uh, the distinguished cultural anthropologist, author, and educator for a timely exploration of how to make gratitude a foundation for our lives and then what becomes possible for us when we do. Uh, Angelus Arion um, is an educator, cultural anthropologist, and award-winning author whose teachings bridge the disciplines of anthropology, psychology, and comparative religion while focusing on universal beliefs shared by all humanity. She lectures and leads workshops internationally on cultural anthropology and transpersonal psychology at colleges, corporate settings, and personal growth facilities. Her books include uh, The Fourfold Way – second half of life and the one we're going to focus on today living in gratitude a journey that will change your life for more information about her work you can visit her website angelis arian a-n-g-e-l-e-s-a-r-r-i-e-n dot com welcome angelis i'm so delighted that you're with us today on the yoga hour
3: Oh, thank you so much. I'm uh, just so honored and um, I just appreciate your work so very, very much. So I'm delighted to be here today.
1: Thank you. And before we dive into our conversation about gratitude, let's just take a moment to meditate and center ourselves. (sighs) We consciously open our hearts and our minds to divine omnipresence, recognizing one reality, called by many names, that is the support and the substance of all that is. So right where we are right now, we become aware of this reality around us, within us, through us. We begin to cultivate gratitude simply by turning our awareness to that. The gift of life. The gift of breath as we breathe in and breathe out. The gift of peace that is inherent to our being. The gift of this day. And as we simply become aware of our breathing and allow our hearts to expand with a sense of gratitude and appreciation for this moment, for this life, for this day, we can notice that our thoughts and feelings will begin to settle. and the pure essence of our being reveals itself to us unmoving, unchanging within us pure peace so as we touch this peace within us let's invite it to pervade the mental field, our emotional nature, our physical body and to intend now to let this peace overflow as blessing in every situation we encounter today and as an exchange with every person that we meet o- We'll begin the first segment today just taking a look at gratitude. Angelus, you open the introduction to your book, Living in Gratitude, A Journey That Will Change Your Life, with the quote from Meister Eckhart, If the only prayer you say in your whole life is thank you, that would suffice. Most of us are familiar with how gratitude enriches our lives, I and mean, we all have the sense of what it feels like um, to experience gratitude. But perhaps we haven't given too much thought to how that experience can actually be enhanced day by day, through a deeper understanding and intentional practice. So let's start with, you know, what inspired you, what drew you to write uh, your wonderful book about living in gratitude?
3: I was um, initially very inspired to write a book uh, around gratitude because it's the one practice that if we were uh, to do it every day uh keeps the heart open and when the heart is open anything is possible and i began to discover that uh there's not a language in the world that doesn't have the capacity to extend gratitude uh there every every culture of the world uh, has a means of saying thank you or to extend generosity um, of spirit, which comes from the heart. And um, so I was uh, wanting to take a look at, uh, I knew that all cultures of the world uh, gave uh, gratitude for uh, the blessings in our, our lives. But I wondered if there were also uh, universals besides just blessings. And it's interesting. Every culture of the world does give gratitude for the blessings or what we see as the wonderful opportunities, that unexpected gifts that have come into our lives. But there are three other portals cross-culturally. Many of the Asian cultures start first not with blessings but giving uh, gratitude for the learnings of each day because it prompts our growth, uh, whereas other cultures of the world give, they start first, uh, with the mercies, the acts of kindness and the acts of compassion or forgiveness work and then still Others, every culture of the world world has uh, gratitude for the protections, uh, the protections of our children, our family, community, and the workplace.
1: Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that um, it's so interesting because we, we all experience the power of gratitude to transform our hearts and our minds Um but I think it's true that in order to, uh, quote unquote, live in gratitude, it requires a discipline because, um, as, as human beings, it seems that we have some hard wiring, you know, in the brain, um, from, from ancient, um, structure to, to look for threat, you know, and to look for what's wrong or what's off. And so, to actually cultivate this way of seeing um, the giftedness of life every day um, certainly requires of us um, developing tools for doing that.
3: Yes, and um, one of the things that uh, I think so important is what's called grateful seeing, which is the ability to look. First, at what is working in my life, not to deny what is not working, but to start the day first with what what is working and uh, And once we cultivate that, uh, there's so much uh, uh, that we can be grateful for.
1: Mm. and i i wrote down as listening to you this morning the phrase that that you offered um when you began to speak about gratitude this morning you said when when the heart is open anything is possible yeah and that's a really beautiful um statement and you know when we when we think of the way that gratitude can help us keep our hearts open um it, it's really a t- totally different way of being alive, isn't it? You know, I mean, there's, we have um, a choice, and certainly this is a, a point that you make in your book from several angles, you know, about, what we bring, how we see things, how we work with them, and you know in your book you're you're taking people through the journey of a year month by month of ways to um, actually cultivate and work with gratitude um, but we see that you know when we face challenges for example there's a there's a tendency to want to um, constrict and to contract and to and to blame and to shut down. Um, that's sort of a reaction, but that we, we have the opportunity through cultivating gratitude to look at ways in which, you know, we're being supported, look at ways that we're learning and, and so forth. So this having a heart open keeps us in a relationship with life, I think that allows us to thrive even in times of adversity.
3: Yes, and uh, one of the things that I love uh, uh, just about the word challenge, uh, cross-culturally, challenge is seen as an invitation to grow or to stretch or to move beyond the knowable and the familiar. uh, and it's something that ignites uh, growth or ignites uh, uh, possibilities within our nature to unfold or unfurl that uh, we hadn't considered. And I know the Navajos have a wonderful saying. They say, bless those who challenge us because they remind us of doors we have closed and mm-hmm. doors that we have yet to open. They are big medicine teachers for us.
1: Mm. <laughs> ah, that's beautiful, and and of course, I as I listen to that, I'm thinking of His Holiness the Dalai Lama, who who has said something similar in that you know our 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 friends don't help us nearly as much as our enemies.
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, but, um, and and yet we, in order, I think, to benefit from those awarenesses we we really do need um a practice and a way a way to frame it really a way to to hold it and um you know, certainly you provide that, um, with this year long, um, journey, um, into, into gratitude. And, you know, part of the exercise, I think, is, is keeping track, right? Keeping track because, you know, everything, everything is there every day and we have an opportunity, you know, how, how we're going to focus, what we're going to focus on and what we do with it
3: right i I love the universal uh, tracking tools uh, um, and and they are clustered there's the outer track tracking tool and then uh, of four questions and there's then the internal tracking tool and the outer tracking tool is at the end of each day is to track who or what has inspired me. Um, because anything that can inspire me has meaning. Otherwise, I I wouldn't have the capacity to be inspired or uplifted or expanded or or motivated to something new. And then who or what has challenged me uh, shows me where I'm growing or stretching or moving beyond my comfort zone that day, uh, or what did I learn that I, I I really want to remember. And then who or what has surprised me uh, uh, today, uh, again, shows me... Uh, where my attachments may be and how I handle uncertainty or what my flexibility quotient uh, Mm. or adaptability quotient is or my uh, connection to resilience. And then who or what has touched or moved me today and uh, shows me that my heart is still opened and where I can't be touched or moved anymore uh, indicates where my heart has begun to close. And then the internal tracking tools is, you know, where was I strengthened today? Uh, Where was I softened or rounded out some of the prickly edges of my nature today? And what has opened uh, for me today and what has Deepened uh, or fallen into place uh, today, or what 's calling to be strengthened softened opened or deepened, and each of these questions are are tracking tools for the blessings and the learnings and the mercies and the protections and I really wanted uh, to explore what would be the universal perennial wisdoms uh, that people could explore either on a monthly basis, in-depth, uh, uh, or... Um, some place that they wanted to strengthen in their life. So you can either go through the book as a month-by-month practice, or you can dip in by um, universal perennial wisdom themes, uh, Mm -hmm. such as the uh, the gift of grace or the power of equanimity or embracing nature or opening to guidance or grateful seeing or... Attending to the heart or compassionate service or mercy and atonement work or how to begin again, uh, begin anew so um, it was fun to do
1: it's well, it's a beautiful <laughs> book and it and it's such a wealth of resources to help us discover how what is really a, a simple focus um, that there's such a wealth of tools that can bring um, very profound benefits in our life you're listening to the yoga hour with today's guest Angelus Arian and you can learn more about her work at angelusarian.com and after the break we're going to look some more at insights and practices that support us in cultivating gratitude we'll be right back with you
4: Do you sometimes feel as though the door to happiness has closed and there's no other door in sight? In her book, Ask Yourself This, Unity Minister Wendy Craig Purcell reminds us that
5: everything happens for a reason. We've all experienced situations which felt like anything but good. We may have lost our job or gone through a divorce or experienced some other dark night of the soul. Yet those very experiences, when met spiritually, can lead us to a much greater good. The lost job can be what finally motivates us to discover the work that truly feeds our soul. The ending of a marriage can trigger us to do the emotional healing and personal growth work we've been avoiding for years. Every one of us can look back at negative or painful experiences in our lives and say that they turned out to be the best, worst things that ever happened to us.
4: For more insight from Wendy Craig Purcell, read Ask Yourself This from Unity House Books. If you're focused on getting the right answers, Ask Yourself This emphasizes the importance of asking the right questions. Order your copy today at www.unity.org.
1: Unity Online Radio is turning five this year. And we're throwing the biggest bash of all, a cruise to the Caribbean, November 10 through 17, 2012. We'll celebrate in style aboard Holland America Line's Eurodam with sunshine, fine dining,
5: and a selection of island excursions at beautiful ports of call in the Eastern Caribbean. Plus, feed your spirit with music, message, and meditation. Your favorite hosts will be there, and we hope you will join us too as we celebrate five
1: years of spiritual programming at Unity Online Radio. For more information, visit www.unity.fm forward slash cruise.
2: Listening to the Yoga Hour, Living the Eternal Way with Reverend Ellen Grace O'Brien. We now return to the Yoga Hour.
1: Welcome back to the Yoga Hour. I'm Ellen Grace O'Brien, and my guest today is Angelus Arian, author of the book Living in Gratitude: A Journey That Will Change Your Life. Um, this book contains, of course many inspirations and practices and uh, reflections on a month-by-month basis to help us discover ways that we can cultivate gratitude um, every day throughout the year. And I think really um, helping us understand how it this can become a way of life. And Angelus, you you have identified four universal portals to gratitude. You know, in, in terms of, of your work as a cultural anthropologist, one of the things I always have appreciated is this sense of helping us see what is universal, you know, what is found in all cultures. And and that is connected to the perennial um, spiritual wisdom of human beings. Beings and, and you've done that with gratitude here. And you've um, identified these portals as, as ways we enter a consciousness of gratitude. So let's take a look at, at each of them. Um, the first one you call blessings. Um, so d- let's start there. Tell us a little bit about how that is a portal and, and what it is, actually.
3: Oh, well, the blessings in our life are often... Uh, considered uh, unexpected opportunities or uh, possibilities or uh, unexpected uh, uh, gifts that have come into our lives uh, the capacity to uh, bless others uh, is something that uh, uh, is something that um, is a a gift of extending generosity. Uh, to another human being or asking that uh, they be blessed uh, in some way. And um, uh, I think it's uh, uh, so interesting that uh, uh, so many of us are, uh, there's not a person in the world that doesn't have the experience of blessing and sometimes we call that States of grace. Uh, uh, Sometimes we um, uh, call that possibilities or opportunities,
1: Um, or some uh, people might even call it luck.
3: (laughs) Yeah, luck. Yeah, definitely, definitely luck. Oh, I got so lucky, and uh, yeah, so um, it's the one thing of uh, all the portals we recognize blessing, (laughs) and sometimes we have uh, what are. Uh, you know the learnings, which is the you know the second uh, uh, portal, are often sometimes seen later as blessings in disguise uh, uh, where we 're challenged or stretched or or learnings you know certain uh building skills uh, certainly fall into the category of learning
1: mm. and you know when I think about the uh, practice of of yoga um as a spiritual practice, when, when, when we cultivate the awareness of blessing, it really has to do, um, with the sense of a life as one, you know, one reality and that this reality is supportive of life. That yeah. there is a, a profound supportive influence in, in spirit and in nature. Itself and um, so we teach you know that we can recognize that, and um, it's not random. I mean, there are actually spiritual laws that we can learn, and we can learn to cooperate with this supportive influence. And so, as opposed to lucky, um, which seems like a kind of random uh thing, you know, you're just right, right struck by it, um, we have uh, the possibility of understanding um, blessing as something inherent in life that we can l- learn not only to become more aware of, but also um how to cooperate with how to cooperate with the ways in which life is trying to bless us um all the time you know i i like to say that life conspires to support us yeah uh, um so that even that attitude you know begins to i think open our consciousness um t- to the blessings um you know, every every day. Yeah. So blessings is that for first portal, and and by that, of course, you mean opening, right? Ways or doors, doorways that we can, uh, avenues that we can become more aware of gratitude. And you mentioned learnings, which is the the second, and we've talked a little bit about that already. But um, let's pause there again. So. We can, and and I think taking this attitude that life is always trying to support us—if we have that attitude—I think we can find blessings a little more readily in this learning's portal.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that one of the things that is so uh, fascinating for me is is that within each human being, there's an inherent. Uh, drive towards wholeness or uh, learning uh, or to grow or to stretch or to explore or to discover. uh, And um, we we are really um, creatures that are here to uh, learn about love and to express love and also to create and to manifest and to contribute and to serve and um, uh, both are huge learning crucibles uh, for us Uh, relationships uh, are all teachers uh, 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 of the heart or about love and also about how to create, to manifest and to contribute and to serve and uh, the portal of Learnings is uh, how we meet challenges or uh, to grow and stretch and move beyond the knowable and the familiar. We're always in a constant state of growth or unfoldment uh, or unfurling and discovering who we are and who we're not and what our destiny or our our purpose or our life calling. Uh, is and how we serve each other through our relationships and learnings and and how to uh, 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 befriend uh, learning uh, because Mm -hmm. it's what allows us uh, uh, to learn about love and to express love and uh, to grow and to create and contribute and to serve.
1: And I think we can see um, when we bring an attitude of receptivity to learning, um, you know, particularly in times of challenge. I mean, we we learn all the time whether it's it's, uh, something that is – going well or something that we are oh, totally. you know, <laughs> challenged to grow about. So there's always the opportunity for learnings, um, whether we're experiencing something quote-unquote positively or negatively. Um, and I was just thinking, listening to you uh, in terms of this portal, what happens in our relationships um, when we hold um, challenge as a blessing, you know, really as a call to grow. And I, I was remembering um, a woman that, you know, you ago was working with me. She was supporting me at home, helping, helping to cook some meals and uh, do some things like that. And she was such a great teacher for me because I would tell her about, you know, she would do something and it wasn't quite the way that, you know, I wanted it. So I would, I would let her know, you know, how this didn't work or that didn't work. And her first response <laughs> was always, thank you and um i thought this is powerful because it it just made um our ability to work together to create something together so Easy, um, she had just adopted that as her mantra, and it, it, you know she didn't she didn't lead with you know defending herself or somehow I didn't understand or making me wrong, but you know always, literally her first response was always thank you, and then she yeah. would then she would think about you know what it was I had you know re- requested of her, but I'll always remember that gift that that she gave me, and of course, it comes back to the the opening segment with the beautiful quote from Meister Eckhart that said, you know, if that's the only prayer that we have, that would suffice. Yeah. So,
3: um,
1: certainly when we bring that in our relationships, um, I mean, just imagine somebody, you know, complaining about something about you and the ability to say, thank you. Yes. Yes, well, it's it's a
3: it says a lot uh, about uh, the desire to um, uh, be receptive to feedback. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it- as a learning, rather than as you mentioned, the offense or the defense. <laughs>
1: Mm-hmm. And, you know, as you said earlier, when the heart is open, anything is possible. Possible. So, yeah. so she learned from me, but also I learned from her. Yeah. You know, <laughs> which wasn't my intention necessarily, but yeah. it was it was uh, it was a blessing that I am grateful for. And when we think of learning, we look at yoga practice. I would say that a couple elements of our practice that we could connect around this portal um, are certainly um, surrender of the sense of being separate from the source. Yeah, um,
3: because. Our, your example of this woman, also uh, by her uh, willingness to be receptive and also to be acknowledging in the moment, she generated uh, the bridge of mutuality and collaboration and cooperation and reciprocity, mm-hmm. which is the inherent one of the inherent functions of gratitude.
1: It is, and we have to sur- we have to surrender the idea of the supremacy of our ego in order to be able to do something like that. Yeah. It's always that individual, you know, sense of separate self that, you know, gets wounded in those moments and wants to defend. But if we can, if we have the consciousness, we cultivate the consciousness to be able to step back and, um, and hold a larger container. And, and I think that this has to do also, perhaps, what we could say about this is learning not to take things, quote-unquote, personally. Personally. Mm-hmm. You know, just being able to look for um, and inhabit a larger container around it. And the other thing I would say in terms of practices with this portal of learnings for us on the path of yoga is um, what we call swadhyaya, which is study, <laughs> you know, study, mm-hmm. uh, self-inquiry, you know, looking at... Um, what is actually going on, being able to observe ourselves in the moment. So, you know, we might have a reaction that comes up, but um, through our spiritual practice, we can be empowered to make another choice. Um, And that might lead us into your next portal, which is mercies. Tell us about that.
3: Well, the mercies are uh, the aspect of... uh the heart uh, that is willing to make amends or atonement or to extend forgiveness. And it's one of the major aspects of, of, of extending compassion or uh, anonymous acts of kindness or um, seeing, bestowing something that is, is needed. That's unexpected ahead of time, forgiving is giving ahead of what is anticipated mm. and um, uh, if I'm a person that has uh, uh, a high uh critical nature um uh, Uh, whether internally or externally I project that out, I have compassion compassion work uh, to do. And um, so it's it's interesting that uh, uh, I may have done a lot of work on uh, shifting my uh, criticality uh, to understand that on the other side of that, if i'm very judgmental or critical i I have uh, uh, a gift of discernment but i'm I'm misusing that gift because discernment doesn't um, carry judgment or scrutiny or assessment with it as it does um, uh, uh, be more of a fair witness and uh, also looking at is this the right timing or the right placement in which uh, to enter in or um, uh, to set a limit or a boundary uh, without harshness. Uh, And mercy um, uh, uh, is another word for compassion or forgiveness work. And often uh, compassion once I've cultivated compassion, it's much easier for me to move into uh, forgive, uh, forgiving myself and forgiving others.
1: Mm. And and th- with this portal, I think we have the opportunity to reflect on, you know, h- how much um, mercy or kindness, uh, compassion, has been given to us.
3: That's right, and and where is it that uh, I'm moved to do? Uh, where I'm moved to extend compassion or uh, forgiveness or acts of kindness, uh, mm-hmm. unexpected acts of kindness.
1: And we can see how that would definitely be a doorway. And when we come back from the break, we'll look at the fourth um, portal. We've identified blessings, learnings, mercies, and we're going to take a look at protections when we come back. Um, I'm Ellen Grace O'Brien, and you're listening to the Yoga Hour with special guest today, Angelus Arian. Her website, again, is A-N-G-E-L-E-S-A-R-R-I-E-N dot com. And we'll also take a look at the benefits of gratitude in our last segment. So we'll be right back with you.
4: Do you sometimes feel as though the door to happiness has closed and there's no other door in sight? In her book, Ask Yourself This, Unity Minister Wendy Craig Purcell reminds us that
5: Everything happens for a reason. We've all experienced situations which felt like anything but good. We may have lost our job or gone through a divorce or experienced some other dark night of the soul. Yet those very experiences, when met spiritually, can lead us to a much greater good. The lost job can be what finally motivates us to discover the work that truly feeds our soul. The ending of a marriage can trigger us to do the emotional healing and personal growth work we've been avoiding for years. Every one of us can look back at negative or painful experiences in our lives and say that they turned out to be the best, worst things that ever happened to us.
4: For more insight from Wendy Craig Purcell, read Ask Yourself This from Unity House Books. If you're focused on getting the right answers, Ask Yourself This emphasizes the importance of asking the right questions. Order your copy today at www.unity.org.
2: When you truly understand the laws of the universe and live a life based on these profound and unwavering truths, then your dream life starts today. No more waiting. No more wandering. If you're ready to let go of the striving and move into the allowing, you are ready for everyday attraction on Unity Online Radio. We study the teaching of Abraham given to us by beautiful Esther Hicks so we can release confusion for clarity, exchange struggle for serenity, and have the time of our lives today. Join host Ray Zander every Friday at noon Central Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Unity Online Radio for Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. Listening to The Yoga Hour, Living the Eternal Way with Rev. Ellen Grace O'Brien. If you have a question, please submit it via email at hour at unity.fm and we will respond. Now, back to The Yoga Hour.
1: Welcome back to The Yoga Hour. I'm Ellen Grace O'Brien and my guest today is author, educator and cultural anthropologist, Angelus Arian. And we've been drawing inspiration from her recent book, Living in Gratitude, A Journey That Will Change Your Life. And this is available um, through all of your regular um, book outlets uh, published by Sounds True. And um, we've been talking about how there she has identified four universal portals to gratitude or ways that we can enter the experience of it. Um, and we identified blessings and learnings and mercies, um, loving kindness or compassion. And the last one we want to, um, conclude with in in identifying those portals is protections, and um, for some, that may be the least familiar of the four portals. So, um, Angelus, tell us about protections and how that's an opening to gratitude.
3: Uh, So many, uh, well, not so many cultures, all the cultures of the world have some kinds of invocations or... um, Prayers or desires uh, for protection and and feel blessed and extend gratitude when uh, their children are protected or the family is protected or the home is protected or the harvest is protected uh, it's not a culture in the world that doesn't have some kind of statement like may we be safe and free of danger or may the children be safe and free of danger or may the home or the family be uh, safe and free of danger. And we often... Um, give gratitude for what are called the near misses, or I almost got into an accident or I almost fell, and I give gratitude and that 's a sense of uh, protection or I may have been in an accident, and I feel so protected that I just came out with a broken arm or and no one else was hurt and and so we automatically uh, give gratitude for uh, the sense of uh, being. Protected sense of safety, Mm -hmm. sense of Mm -hmm. uh, protection, Mm -hmm. and it's interesting that all cultures of the world have some way of um, protecting the body, whether uh, or anointing the body, whether it's through water or through oils or through powders uh, or uh, 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 all of the or markings of some kind. uh, Mm which are forms Mm -hmm. of protection, uh, Mm -hmm. subliminal ways that we, you know, make sure that the body is protected in some way.
1: And even our daily sadhana, even, you know, beginning the day with prayer and meditation, in a sense, is a form of protection because we're um, attuning ourselves, you know, to divine order in the universe. And in a way, you know, I think um, I most need protection from myself, (laughs) from, you know, from, (laughs) from the ways in which, you know, I would my ego would would lead and um, you know cause, harm uh, yeah. yes exactly cause harm to myself or others so I can see many ways that would happen and um, in your book you know you also of course um, have very rich um, ways of helping people see and at you know each um Segment, we're sort of keeping track of um, what we're grateful for and how it's come to us, you know, through which portals and, um, and documenting. And, you know, research has shown, of course, that the, just the simple act of keeping a gratitude journal um, is very beneficial. And so you um, have identified four quadrants of life where – you know people can sort of track these um benefits of of gratitude so let's let's conclude with those this morning so oh, sure. starting with the benefit to our health and our well-being
3: yes uh, and the science of gratitude has been uh, well developed over the last uh uh 10 years and uh Dr. Robert Emmons and uh, Dr. Michael uh, McCullough, Emmons of UC Davis and uh, McCullough of the University of Miami, and also Dr. B- Barbara Fredrickson at the University of North Carolina have been the major researchers on the impact of uh, gratitude, uh, uh, either on health or uh, relationships or of finances or uh, happiness and uh, just the practice of gratitude and like you mentioned keeping a journal, what Emmons and McCullough have found is that there is an increase in uh, health and well-being, particularly in emotional happiness uh, and in fostering optimism uh, but also there are actual benefits to the um, Uh, to the heart and to uh, uh, making sure that uh, when people are more uh, optimistic and less stressful, uh, which gratitude and the practice of gratitude uh, uh, allows us uh, uh, to... Be less stressed because when the heart is open, as I mentioned before, any anything is possible. But it also expands, uh, cultivating our curiosity so it's greater than our criticality. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, so, at the end of uh, each month in 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 the book, I also state different. Research around different benefits of of the practice of gratitude,
1: yeah, and I definitely that,
3: on health, it's been well documented.
1: Yeah, I uh, found that very helpful. And you know, one of the po- things that you point out um, is the positive feedback loop in the in the sense that. Uh, cultivating gratitude removes stress and, interestingly enough, then leads us to take better care of ourselves. Um, you know, to exercise and, um, meditate and eat, eat better. All, all the things that, that we want to do are actually supported, uh, through this shift in consciousness uh, towards a more grateful way of being
3: yeah absolutely and um uh, brother david stendelrath has uh you know the whole network for grateful living and over 4 million people around the world check in uh daily to do a daily practice of gratitude or lighting a candle in gratitude and there have been such, uh, results, uh, of, of people having, uh, a sense of more peace and, mm. uh, satisfaction mm. and balance and contentment in their life.
1: Yeah, he's the Gandhi of gratitude, Oh, he,
3: he is, he <laughs> is. I've been so inspired by, uh, his work. He, initially, uh, opened the whole field of gratitude and then, uh, Uh, Emmons and McCullough and Fredrickson and many other researchers have have come in to support uh, Mm -hmm. that work.
1: Yeah, let's quickly um, look at the other areas of life where we can keep track of what's happening with gratitude, where we experience the benefits of it. And uh, another area to look is our work environments and our communities. What have you noticed about that? How gratitude in, in is? the
3: uh, work environments? Uh, what have happened? What has happened is that uh, uh, Barbara uh, Fredrickson has often shown that there's an increase of more creativity, more productivity uh, uh, with people uh, acknowledging each other's uh, gifts and talents in. To genuine acknowledgement uh, that it cultivates higher trust, and it also impacts uh, impacts financially the bottom line. Where there is high trust and high acknowledgement, genuine acknowledgement, there's more productivity, and where there's more productivity and creativity, there's also an increase in the bottom line. And uh, it's been an old uh, research study that even uh, Uh, with waiters and waitresses who have uh, written thank you on the back of the check that there's been an increase in tipping uh, Mm -hmm. with people who write thank you uh, as well. So there's a direct equation to gratitude Mm -hmm. and creativity and productivity as well as uh, generosity through work and and the financial uh, aspects of productivity.
1: And you, and you also identify we're, we're just getting close to our time to conclude here this morning but I want to say that you um, also identify discreetly financial well-being as one of the areas of the four quadrants of life where we can uh, look for the positive impact of gratitude and the last one that you identify of those four of course is relationships and we we've already um, touched a bit on that, um, this morning, um, of how gratitude positively impacts our relationships. So we have those four areas of ways that we can, areas of our life where we can take a look at how gratitude has, um, blessed us and is, um, changing things in positive ways. I I want to thank you, Angelus, for being with me this morning. It's a wonderful topic, and I really want to encourage um, folks to pick up your book and to be immersed in this practice. Let's conclude with your thought about what if everybody, everybody, everywhere was practicing gratitude uh, more? What would you see for our world
3: Oh, I think that um, it's like George Simmel, uh, the sociologist in the eighteen hundreds, said. You know, it's the uh, the non-expression of, of gratitude in the world is
5: uh,
3: our cultures and the societies would begin to fall apart, and mm-hmm. and it's the glue that that keeps community and cultures together, and, and it's a natural, inherent gift in creating reciprocity and uh, mutuality and cooperation, and Mm -hmm. that's where we are today
1: it is and thank you for sharing that vision with us and this understanding of how gratitude can uh, really help us keep our hearts open I want to invite you uh, to come back to the Yoga Hour next week for a program on the practice of satya realizing the power of our thoughts words and deeds that are anchored in truth and I'll be joined by Judith Hansen Lassiter for information about programs coming up at the Center for Spiritual enlightenment, visit our website csecenter.org remember we're on Facebook and um, please pass that information on through your networks, I look forward to being with you next yoga hour, until then remember to let your inner light shine into the world and to share your peace and your joy with all that you meet, thank you again Angelus, it's been a joy bye bye, my honor
3: and privilege thank you
2: Thank you for tuning in to the Yoga Hour, Living the Eternal Way, with Reverend Ellen Grace O'Brien. Join us every Thursday morning at 10 Central, 8 a.m. Pacific, for practical, purposeful methods for spiritually conscious living every day. The Yoga Hour, Living the Eternal Way, only on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world.
4: Music Speaks Louder Than Words is an inspiring, informative, and fun hour of uplifting, heartfelt music and commentary that delivers a powerful message of love, joy, and oneness. It will keep you smiling and singing along. Your host, Dale Worley, is alive with the Spirit of God each Thursday afternoon at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern, with Music Speaks Louder Than Words. Music, it's the only thing that the whole world listens to.
1: operation only takes a moment. Take a moment now to reflect on these words from Reverend Joan Gattuso. According to an ancient Hindu teaching, if you can only speak the truth and tell no lies, either minuscule or outrageous, for 12 consecutive years, you can attain enlightenment. A noble being will always tell the truth. Do you? Begin now with the first step of simply noticing if you do tell the truth immediately or if your first instinct is to alter the facts a bit. Resolve to be honest with yourself and others starting today. And after 4,383 days, you just may become enlightened.
2: This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity. Are you ready for the next steps on your spiritual path? If you are, you won't want to miss the Yoga Hour, Living the Eternal Way, with Reverend Ellen Grace O'Brien from the Center for Spiritual Enlightenment in San Jose, California. Essential insights and practices from the ancient yoga science of self-realization show us how to live healthier, happier, more balanced lives. The benefits of spiritually conscious living start now.